Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. In our study of the Gospel of Matthew, we are now in chapter 10. So let's listen in to Faith Comes by Hearing's reading of the 42 verses of Matthew chapter 10. Matthew 10 And he called to him his twelve disciples, and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal every disease and every affliction. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without pain, give without pay. Acquire no gold, nor silver, nor copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor a staff, for the laborer deserves his food. And whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it, and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it, and if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men. For they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next, for truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. 
are not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you. He will by no means lose his reward. In 2007, in my journal, I wrote, "Jesus gave authority to his twelve disciples to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. He freely gave them the authority. They didn't earn it. They didn't work up to it. They didn't go to school for it. Jesus just gave it to them. So they were to freely give it to others. What power!" He said, "Be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves." Though there is all good in the authority Jesus gave them, they would be opposed, persecuted, punished for using it. It would divide families. Then I quoted verse twenty-eight: "Do not fear those who kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell." We should not fear men, but only the Lord. And in verses thirty-five through thirty-seven, Jesus says, "For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a person's enemies will be those in his own household." I continued to write in my journal in two thousand seven, and this is true in my own household, among my children, and my brothers. We pray for them. For their salvation, would love to have all of us on the same page spiritually, but so far it has not happened. Now I may not like those kind of verses in the scriptures, but again, this is Jesus's voice. Look at verse thirty-four. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. And I don't know about you and your family, but I know that this certainly has been the case in my own. I wrote about it back in two thousand seven. And not much has really changed, even this day. I hope you are one of the lucky ones that your family serves the Lord, your parents, your children, your extended family. But that just has not been the case for me in my life, and it has led to some very interesting discussions 
among my children and among my siblings. And a lot of times those discussions have not been very pleasant. So this is a good time to read out of my footnotes in my English Standard Version Bible. And I want to read the footnote from chapter 10, verses 34 through 37. It says, Sword is a metaphor for the inevitable separation between those who believe in Christ and those who do not, even within a family. Jesus' own family opposed him before they came to recognize his true identity. Thus, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Jesus asked for unqualified allegiance, something even the most extreme rabbis did not demand. The central point of Matthew 10, 34-37 is that love of God and his kingdom must take precedence over every other human relationship. Father, help me stand for you, even within my own family. And yet, let me do so, as your word says, to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your Father speaking through you. Help me not be judgmental, but help me have a loving heart toward all the members of my family, that somehow they might see the love of God through me. Help me, Lord, because it's painful not to have all my family going the same spiritual direction. Guide and direct all of our steps toward you. In Jesus' name, amen.